What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness, across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face. I use my platform of over a million people now to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims and survivors of this disorder as well. So this episode is going to be about how a narcissist thinks that they own you, like you belong to the narcissist. So I tell this to people all the time when I'm talking to them over Zoom that the, the relationship dynamic goes from a narcissist. They go from love bombing you uh, to feeling like they own you, feel like you belong to them. So a lot of times, like after the love bombing phase, y'all, you get into a relationship with a narcissist, you get a love bomb. Every, every day, the narcissist is going to be everything that you want to need in a significant other. They're going to pretend to be, you know, they're going to become everything that you could ever ask for in a mate. Everything that you could ever ask for in a significant other and things like that. And the reason that they do this is to get you enthralled, to overload your senses so you miss red flags. So you're going to miss red flags, you're going to fall in love with the narcissist, um, and then they're going to start to devalue you. And the dynamic changes to where you are starting to chase after that narcissist's love. You become addicted to the highs and lows of this relationship. Sometimes the people become actually addicted to the uh, to the toxicity of the narcissistic relationship. So once they start to devalue you, they don't necessarily want to be with you anymore. And I tell these people all the time: they don't. A lot, a lot of times you get in a relationship with a narcissist, they start to devalue you, where they, and they don't want to be with you anymore. But they don't want anybody else to have you. So in that position right there, that's when I say that that narcissist feels like that they own you, feels like you belong to them. And people ask me to describe, people ask me to, to describe how this is. Like, what, what, is, what do you mean by ownership? I have a hard time realizing what ownership means. What I mean by ownership is that you, like, you are that you. Let's just say you are the narcissist's favorite toy. You are the narcissist's favorite toy, like a kid, just like a kid, y'all. They kid has a favorite toy they love that toy they they treat that toy great they play with that toy so much and then they get tired of that toy and they leave it sitting they neglect that toy they leave it sitting in the floor they leave it around for you know they kick it around a little bit they throw it around they don't treat it as good anymore right they don't treat that the narcissist doesn't treat you as good anymore right so that kid leaves that toy alone though they don't take care of the toy anymore that toy collects dust that toy is hidden in the back of the closet but guess what as soon as somebody else comes and tries to play with that toy, guess what that kid does? Goes back and grabs that toy because it's theirs. It's mine. But you wasn't playing with it. I just wanted to play with it. It's still mine. You cannot play with it. That's how it is right there. Because as soon as the, the narcissist is going to play with that toy a little bit, play with it a little bit, keep continue to play with that. I mean, the, the kid is going to continue to play with that toy a little bit. Then the other person leaves. They'll leave the toy alone again. Put it down. Let it collect dust again. And the cycle continues. They will leave that toy alone, unattended, unplayed with. You know, just like uh, like Woody's, like in the toy store. How they leave the toys in the toy chest? Just like that, right there. So when this is somebody comes and grabs that toy again, no, it's my toy. You can't play with it. And that's just how a narcissist thinks you, they belo you belong to them. They will leave you alone. They don't want to be with you anymore. They won't let you go. No, sometimes they will let you go. But they, they this is if y'all still together, living together and stuff like that. Y'all still in a, in a committed relationship, so they won't they won't let you go. Y'all still together, but as soon as somebody else shows interest in you, here you go. As soon as you want to leave and go to somebody else's house, or you want to, you you start to feel better about yourself, here they come again to play with you, to get to love bomb you, 
to suck you back into that cycle. And then they'll, they'll get you stuck back into the cycle again. And then they'll leave you alone again, back and forth, up and down. They think that you belong to them. And that ownership, that ownership thing, sorry, y'all, I'm switching, switching hands here. <laughs> that ownership thing is dangerous. Because like when they think that, like you, you, kids will fight for those toys that they don't play with anymore, right? When somebody else comes to try to play with that toy that they don't play with anymore, kids will fight over that toy. A narcissist, if they break up with you, they discard you. Y'all break up or whatever. However, however it ends, they can move on, find somebody else, and still, if somebody comes to try to be with you, they'll come try to ruin your life. They'll come try to ruin your relationship. They'll come beg and plead and cry back to you. I just, you didn't give me time to, to figure out what I really wanted. You gonna try to move on the whole time. They, they have a whole nother family. They're talking about having kids with the next person. They're talking about being engaged to the next person. But as soon as you pop out with a new dude or a new chick, guess what? Here they come. Please give me another chance. I'm, I'm unalive myself. If you don't give me another chance. And then you, then you, here you come again because they're telling you everything that you want to hear, everything everything that you need to hear. You break it off with your new person and go back to them. And they don't cut off their, they don't cut off their, they, they don't cut off their other person. They keep them. So now you, and then they leave you alone again. Once they realize they destroyed your old relationship, they'll leave you alone again. The push, pull back and forth. They continue to do it. And they like, when does it stop then, Lee? Sometimes you have to force it to stop. Sometimes you have to get protective orders. Sometimes you have to get restraining orders because those people, like, they get dangerous. Like I said, kids will fight over their possessions. They, they they will fight over possessions they don't play with anymore. The narcissist will fight over the, an old supply that they don't even want to be with anymore, but they feel like belongs to them. And that's literally how it is. I'm not. I'm not saying Lee. I can't believe you reduced survivors to toys. That's the. That's, I'm not saying you a toy. I'm saying that's the easiest way. That's a, an, an analogy, a metaphor, so to speak. That's the only way I could describe it to make make it make sense to a lot of people because I had to put it in the terms of that. Because again, that that kid can leave that toy alone, go find a new, better toy, the updated version of that toy, a younger version of that toy, a, a, a you know, a new toy. But as soon as somebody else comes try to play with that old toy, uh, here they come again. They drop that. They'll, they'll keep. They'll put that new toy down. Come back, get the old toy, mess around with it, and stuff like that. So I tell people, you have to, when you're dealing with narcissistic people, you have to protect yourself. You just have to, because if you don't, they're going to treat you like a toy. They're going to treat you like they own you, like you belong to them. Like I said, they don't have to, they don't have to love that toy like they used to. They just treat that toy just good enough to keep it from just being destroyed and falling apart. So I say, y'all, when you're dealing with a narcissist, you have, like, the ownership thing is dangerous. That's when they think they, when they think you belong to them, they do get dangerous. They try to scare you and use that fear to keep you stagnant, to keep you single and alone while they move on, start a whole new family. But they'll in, they're in your inbox or they're texting you, telling you, threatening you, you better not move on. I better not see nobody else around my kids. I better not see nobody else around my kids. Blah, 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 blah. You'll see it. You'll hear it. And those people get very, very dangerous. That's why I said, I don't want to get the police. What else can we do other to get the police involved? Deal with it then. That's what you can do. You got to deal with it. Sometimes you have to get the police involved. Sometimes you have to protect your peace. Sometimes you have to get the police involved, get the courts involved, do something to protect yourself. Arm yourself. The Second Amendment type stuff. You know what I mean? <clears throat> you have to do that. Because if you don't do that, I promise you, they're going to continue to treat you like that old toy that they don't want to play with anymore. And that toy is going to fall apart and be sad and lonely in that toy chest with all, with all Andy's old toys like Woody. You know what I mean? Just like Woody. Woody and Buzz. Yep, just like that. <laughs> just like Woody and Buzz.
So yeah, don't it gets to that point though, that, and that's how a lot of narcissistic people feel about their significant others. And no, I know you, I know what y'all gonna ask. Like, Lee, do you feel like your wife belongs to you? No, nope, 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 nope. She's her own. She's her own person. Would it hurt if we broke up? Would it hurt to see her move on to somebody else? Yeah, but would I come here and try to ruin it? Like, you not being with nobody else. Don't have nobody around my kids. You better not do that. What that look like? That don't look like me do it. That's what I said. Like that belong, that ownership. Like, but, but Lee, when you say ownership, does that mean they still love you? They they might have some type of weird love for you, but it's not the love that's gonna suffice. It's not a. Good, it's not gonna be a good enough love for you. You mean, it's gonna be. It's not gonna be a good enough love for you to live on. It's, it might be a, enough love for them to come back, ruin your life, and leave again. Come swoop back in, tear your life apart, and then swoop back out like nothing happened. And that's exactly how they'll go about doing it too. That's precisely how to go about doing it. Because what you allow will continue. Sometimes you have to force those people to stop. Because if you don't, they're going to keep going on for the rest of your life. How many, how many years you got to, how many years you want to deal with this? How many? Because they, they can do it forever. Because they're going to be, they're going to be in another whole another relationship. Or have a whole new family and stuff like that. But they'll keep, make sure you stay stuck. And you can't do anything else. So again, how many years you, you, you got left in you? I just want to be by, hey Lee, well, Funny thing is, I'd rather be by myself anyway. Cool, be by yourself then. But don't let that person control you. You're not a toy. Don't let that person control you. You don't have a remote control. There's no batteries in your back, are they? You know, don't let them have that power over you. Because if you let them have that power over you, they will exhaust that power over you for the rest of your the, the rest of your existence. I promise you. You're gonna have a long, sad life, especially if you have kids. If you have kids by that person, that's pretty. You know, if you have kids by that person, that's. They're going to use the kids as, as leverage every single time that you try to move on. Man or woman, non-binary person, whatever. They're, they're going to try to use those kids as leverage to keep you from moving on and being happy. What about our family? What about them? We can still be, we can still be a family. Like, fam, all families don't stay together. <laughs> use their words against them, y'all. They're like, you going to break up our family? You going to break the family up and not let me come home after I cheated on you 25 times? You just say, look. All families are not together. I don't live. My mom is my family. I don't live with her. Yeah, my dad is my family. I don't live with them. My brothers and sisters, they're, they're definitely my family. I don't live with them. All families don't have to be together. But I'm your husband. Well, I'm your wife. That's different. Those are your parents. You're, you're not supposed to live with them. <laughs> you, sometimes you got to use their words against them, y'all, to be able to stand in your truth and stand in your power. But anyways, y'all, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all. I'm thankful for y'all. Like and subscribe for more mental illnesses out. Peace. If you listen to this on the podcast, you know, I got to give y'all a few extra seconds because I'm walking around filming today. Uh, <laughs> I got to take my phone out of my pocket and stuff. Um, I really, truly appreciate every single one of y'all. Hit that five stars for me if you don't mind. Thank y'all so, so, so much. I'm thankful. Just beyond blessed. Mental illnesses out. Peace.